Hello and welcome to the show. Today we're still on uh, the young boys and young girls out there. Okay, well, maybe even old or middle-aged uh, young men and women who are thinking of starting a startup this year to try and um, improve their financial situation. Let's just put it that way. But before we begin, the usual apologies are out and about. So let's expect to have some interruptions. And I'm still going to be clearing my throat because for some reason... Even though I'm done with the antibiotics, I <clears throat> I think the sore throat is still not nah, quite gone. So I might have to go back to the hospital soon. But anyway, uh, yeah, so let's head um, straight into it. So today I want to look at the kind of questions that you need to help you secure um, funding and partnership from investors. I know I've done an episode, well, I assume I've done an episode like that um, in the past, but we have well over... Uh, 760 episodes on the podcast at this point and there seems to be a uh, renaissance when it comes to or rather a revival when it comes to nigerians um, starting uh, startups especially people in the fintech space so i guess it's time for the um, topic to receive a uh, facelift or a makeover at least on the podcast so the sorts of questions that you need to secure funding and partnership now, for those of you who are in the um, startup space, especially those of you in the tech space, I know that some of these things might sound strange to you because what you guys have been told routinely for a very long time is you want um, a startup, what you should be paying attention to is the pitch deck. So if you check different podcasts, uh, you go to different incubators, you're looking at different um, learning materials, what you'll find is that everybody is trying to pump you full of information about pitch deck. So uh, five steps to get the perfect pitch deck, 20 ideas to include in the perfect uh, pitch deck, 50 things to do to be sure that you can get uh, $1 billion funding for your, you know, whatever. And everything is built around the pitch deck. Now, I'm not here to say the pitch deck is not important. The pitch deck is important, but I'm trying to get you guys to uh, pay attention to the important stuff that happens before you compile the pitch deck before you get information that goes into the pitch deck there are certain conversations that you should be having there are certain questions that you should be asking that will give you the data that is going to inform the kind of pitch deck that you're going to throw up in the powerpoint or uh, in the meeting or you send the email for the person that you hope to get the funding from so i'm not saying the pitch deck is not important um you know, matter of fact, I'll say the pitch deck is not important because you can have these conversations and secure the funding without a pitch deck. But anyway, the modern convention seems to be that you need a pitch deck. So go ahead, get your pitch deck. But the most important thing that you have to pay attention to are the questions and the conversations that you need to have beforehand that will inform the pitch deck. So the pitch deck is not just um, magic. So yes, pay attention to all those people who are promising you uh, the five principles that will help you build the solid pitch deck or the 50 tips that you need to secure 1 billion naira and all of that. Yeah, pay attention to those folks. So take whatever document it is that they are proposing, but this is how you're going to tweak that document and this is how you're going to edit that document uh, by the questions and um, the conversations that I'm proposing that you ought to be having. So before you dive into the pitch deck, the secret weapon is qualifying questions and discovery questions now if this is your first time listening to the podcast that sounds like greek so don't worry i'll give a brief explanation but i would recommend that when you're done listening to this episode 
look for the older titles here yes i know 760 episodes is quite a lot to scroll through but just keep flipping when you're done go to the menu use your thumb flick a couple of times five six seven eventually you will see an episode that has qualification or discovery or conversation framework or selling framework in the title listen to that episode and you're going to get some more um, ideas and a better understanding of what it is that i am proposing in this episode so qualifying and discovery questions qualifying and discovery conversations qualifying and discovery frameworks whatever it is that they're called what are they now these are the questions or these are the conversations that allow you to get information about the person in particular that you are talking to lots of people are creating this pitch deck uh, pitch decks assuming that all investors um, <clears throat> all investors are the same but they're not if you're going to make a pitch and you're sitting before Dangote, Dangote is a different person from uh, Michael Adenuga. So it's his name, Michael. I can't remember. Anyway, Adenuga. So for those of you who are not Nigerians, uh, Dangote, uh, okay, well, both of them are uh, billionaires. Dangote in the, hmm, what kind of space should I call that? Well, um, cement. Uh, he's into cement manufacturing. Uh, and then uh, he also produces some staples like uh, salt, uh, sugar, salt, sugar, what else? Salt, sugar, spaghetti. Uh, well, anyway, you guys, you, you get the idea. So he's a billionaire, that space, but he's a northern gentleman. Then Adenuga, billionaire as well. well some people say not as many billions as um, as uh, Dangote. But he is, is a uh, he's a Yoruba and his interests uh, Yoruba so that's um, western part of the country, and his interests are more in uh, banking, um, banking, oil and gas. Um, I can't remember what else. So you can see that yes, you're talking to people. Both of them are billionaires, but that doesn't mean they should receive the same pitch deck, because they are different people, different religion, different parts of the country, different business interests. Um, different investment horizons. I mean, you guys get the picture. So, why do you assume that you're going to go and get some magical pitch deck that has um, uh, five magic principles or 50 whatever and that document is going to um, solve your problem regardless of whoever it is that you're pitching to? You need to have conversations with that person or with other people who know the person to try and figure out the person in particular that you are going to be talking to or that you're going to be making a presentation to. Then, you're also going to have conversations with the person or with someone who is close to the person or with people who can give you some hints about the person, about the opportunity or the problems that you guys are going to be talking about, the opportunity that you're bringing to the table and what their own interests in those opportunities, the business space, the problems might be. You need to have these conversations. All these people, pitch deck people, you go to business incubation sessions, all kinds of things. Everybody's proposing this magic document that once you take it and you stand in front of the person and you say the right uh, words and you use the right um, technical jargon, um, everybody's going to inv uh, invest in your company. No. You need to have... Well, by the way, there are situations where you take this magic document, you go into a room and you present and then you get some money. Yes, that can happen. But just know that when that happens, it, it's luck. It's not because the document is magic or you are magic. You just happen to be in a room with other people and everything was aligned. That's the reason why you will notice that when that happens to you, typically it doesn't happen two or three times in a row. It might happen once, but it's not going to happen the next time or then again and then again and um, then after.
So these are what um, qualification and discovery conversations or questions are about. Who am I going to be talking to? To help you figure that out. What are we going to be talking about? This opportunity, this business, um, uh, this business opportunity, the business problem that we're trying to solve, and what is their own take and how are they interested in it? So, if you understand the investors' priorities, you understand their concerns, and you understand who they are, then you can tailor your presentation for maximum impact or for maximum moolah. So, this is how the process works. The list I'm about to give you is not exhaustive, so please do your own research, go check YouTube, have conversations with other people who have raised financing before, and you will get some good uh, tips and tricks. So on qualification, um, talking points. Um, <clears throat> qualification, talking points. Uh, okay, qualifications are about the person. Right? Then discovery is about the opportunity or about the problem. So, uh, of course, more can be said about that, but for now, at this stage, if you're a newbie, let's just take it that when you're having qualification conversations, you're having conversations around the person. If you're having discovery conversations, you're having conversations around the opportunity, around the problem, around the vision. So, qualification um, talking points. You should be talking about and you should be asking questions about whether these people invest in your industry stage or sector. So, like I said, don't just go and look for uh, billionaires. If there's a billionaire who makes money by uh, selling cement and selling um, selling spaghetti, <clears throat> it might not make sense to start talking to them about your fintech. Now, by the way, this is just me generalizing. If you happen to know Dangote, maybe he's your father's uncle or, sorry, your father's friend or whatever. If somebody's able to hook up that meeting, then by all means, um, uh, take the meeting. You might be surprised that even though he does cement and spaghetti, <clears throat> He's interested in fintech and he wants to uh, um, divest, move into other sectors. And so, yeah, he might be interested in your fintech idea. So don't just look and say, uh, okay, this guy, cement, spaghetti, therefore he's not interested. The other guy, Adenuga, oil and gas, banking, oh, banking, fintech, he might be interested. So, but we have to have the conversation. We're trying to limit as many um, assumptions as possible that we bring to the table. So, um, do they invest in your industry, in your stage, um, in your sector? If you know, you know for sure, you've had conversations with them or with other people who know them. Let's say Dangote's daughter was your classmate in law school. Uh, you know, every little bit helps. She might not know that much about her dad, but bottom line, just do whatever preparations that you can. You might not have direct access to Dangote, but if Dangote's daughter was your classmate, or you and uh, Dangote, you go to the same mosque. Uh, maybe you know an Alpha who is his friend, or you know. Anyway, you get my point. Um, the reason why this is important is don't ask people for startup capital if they only invest in certain kinds of companies and certain kinds of stages if it is not their thing. So if someone only invests in growth stage companies, those are companies that. Uh, are already they already have some traction they already have some users they already have some customers so they now need money so that they can you know blow this thing you know grow this thing if, if the people only drop money in growth stage companies then stop asking them for money for your uh, fintech startup there's some people who don't drop money in startups there's some people who say startup no 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 you guys are not serious you will take my money you'll blow it on cars 
and offices at the end of the day you tell me that you need more money for this more money for that startup you guys aren't serious there's some people who only who's who prefer that to only talk to people who oh okay you started okay good you started production okay good you sold five thousand units ah fantastic so what you need my money for is you now want to sell uh, 700,000 units, 800,000 units. That's why you're asking me for money. Okay, no problem. Let's have the conversation. So there's some people who only do that. Then um, have conversations around um, the investment size that they like dropping money for. Um, so avoid wasting time if, you know, the money doesn't quite um, fit their... If, you know, all the the numbers don't suit their... Uh, what will I say? How will I put it? Uh, the English is escaping me. Anyway, you, you get my point. If somebody likes dropping two million per deal and he wants a return of uh, 10m and something like that, but what you're looking for is you only require 500k and in return you're probably going to give them 1.5. You know, then don't waste that time. They're looking for uh, people who want big money, two million, 10 million, and they're looking for big returns. You, you're asking for 500k, small money. So just keep on walking. Then um, the decision making um, uh, process. You need to know what the timeline is uh okay we've already talked about the investment criteria but you need to have a sense of what their timeline is if you're thinking that your business is going to blow in 10 years but this is the kind of person who likes to get his money in two years or three years and there's no point in having uh, these conversations by the way i hope you guys can now get a sense of why you've been trying to raise funds you've been talking to banks you've been talking to your rich uncle you've been talking to uh in church and you've not been able to get money from her it's because you've gone there with lots of assumptions, you've made a wonderful presentation, you didn't ask any questions, and these are some of the things that don't align. So, maybe Dickens Afubero likes to support um, young women in, uh, you know, in starting up, um, young women in startup space. But maybe Dickens Afubero, she's not a professional investor, so she will support your idea, but uh, really she wants her money back in like two years. And you're there talking about all these grand ideas, about how in 20 years you're going to build a unicorn. You know, Deaconess Afubero is not thinking about 20 years to build a unicorn. She wants some money back in two years, three years. But she never asked. So you went there to her office. You had the PDF. You made the wonderful presentation. She said, mm, let me think about it. Because she means well. But the thing is, she's never going to drop money. Because for her, 20 years to build a unicorn, nah, that's not where she's looking. So these are why these things are important. So now... um, yeah, like I said, talk to people who have raised finance before. They're going to tell you some much uh, more um, stuff around qualification, around the person. Then, uh, discovery. Uh, talking points for discovery. Now, we're talking about the opportunity, the problem, the vision, the goal um, itself. So, you need to look at these people's investment philosophy and what is investing, uh, motivating them to invest. Some people, once they hear social impact, you know, they'll drop money. You know, want to elevate the plight of uh, rural youth, want to stop rural urban uh, migration, want to stop deforestation in the northern part of the country um we want to um we want to uh the people that are being uh unsettled by uh violence in the northeastern parts of nigeria want to see how we can uh, give them financial stability blah 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 there's some people that when they hear all that jazz they get really excited and you know they're looking for where to throw the money there are some people, on the other hand, who cannot be bothered about whether you're helping people in the southeastern part of the country, sorry, in the northeastern part of the country, relocate themselves and gain whatever. There are some people who just want financial returns. So their own is, you know, they, they don't care. Is this thing going to stop deforestation in the northern part of the country? They are not bothered. Their own is, how much money are we making at the end of the day? So whether 
you know what the social impact is they ain't bothered you need to know who it is that you're talking to whether somebody is leaning one way or leaning another way or both that way you're going to be able to highlight what it is that resonates with those people's values for people who are called naira and kobo yes you can mention that these are the social impact that we're trying to achieve we're going to put girls in school we're going to make sure sanitary pads are free uh, we're going to stop deforestation we're going to stop rural urban migration we're going to improve farming in the middle belt yes you can mention that quickly as a summary but then if these are money money people financial people go straight to the naira and kobo very quickly spend time on the naira and kobo as we provide free sanitary pads to these girls this is how we're making money as we improve farming in the middle belt part of the country these are the results that we expect to get you know blah 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 so um know who they are and then lean into what it is that they're um, interested in so address their key concerns do this um, proactively you only be able to do this proactively if you've had conversations with them beforehand so if you've met Deaconess Afubero in church and you've had a few conversations with her or if you've met uh, Malam Sanusi in the mosque and had a couple of conversations um, with him beforehand and you kind of got a sense of where he was leaning then you'll be able to make an effective presentation by the time you show up to his office or to his house and you pull up the powerpoint so um yeah so that's it pretty much uh, let's see what else am i missing something yes uh, another thing we need to focus on roi yeah roi technical term meaning return on investment the bottom line is you need to show how if you succeed how they are going to get um, financial returns or they are going to get the desired um, impact so you can say the goal is to provide free sanitary pads to 500 secondary school girls in the northeast uh, for people who are uh, impact people you need to show that if we can go beyond 500 and we can do 1500 sanitary pads in the northeast the impact is going to be this enrollment will increase uh, they'll be able to pass their exams more uh, uh, what else um, reproductive health will increase blah 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 you need to be able to have that conversation and then if it is about uh, improving uh, the plight of farmers in the middle bell part of the country or workers who have been displaced in the north central part of Nigeria sorry northeastern part of Nigeria then you also need to uh, have that conversation if it's money people that okay these people uh, they are um, a source okay the community they've been displaced from was a farming community they're a source for good labor because they're all in this uh, situ in this location this is aggregated labor uh, we can get labor for so 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 and so to produce this and this and this will lead to uh, increased cost of goods and blah 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 now I know this sounds somehow like people are uh, dispersed and you're having conversation about to profit from their head you know I'm not saying that you should take um internet displaced persons and use them as cheap labor i'm just trying to say that some people are impact people have the conversation some people are money people have that conversation but you need to be able to tell them that what they're investing this money and this time they're investing what is the return going to be now like i said talk to people who have raised money before and yes take all the material that you find on the internet all the people that are promising you five tips to raise one billion naira in 2024 for your startup the magic pitch deck yeah take all those resources as many um ideas as you can get as many workable ideas as you can get uh, the better but remember every investor is unique if and when i become a big boy and you know i'm a billionaire or i'm a trillionaire 
and you want to come and raise money for me, the conversation that you're going to have with me will probably be different from the conversation that you have with my wife when she becomes a big girl. Because she likes different things, she's into different things, she's trying to achieve other kinds of things, and um, I'm different. So, the same, if you're having a conversation with Deaconess Afugbero, the conversation will probably be different from what you have with Malam Sanusi. The conversations might be the same, because Deaconess Afugbero and Malam Sanusi actually might be interested in the same sort of thing, but, you know, you'll never know. We need That's why we need to do this uh, research uh, beforehand. So, my bottom line is, every investor is unique. So we need to be able to do some research and ask some questions, engage some conversations beforehand and get some data. You know how you fintech startup people can be. Everything data, data, data. This is data as well. It's just qualitative data. It is not quantitative. It is not 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2. So this is how you can get all the data you need, uh, data that you need to tailor your pitch uniquely to the person in front of you. So if you understand people's perspectives, if you understand their priorities, if you understand what they're aiming for, then you're going to be able to position yourself for a successful funding conversation. And that is why this is the secret back source of what you need to raise uh, funding for your business this year. But please, by all means, if somebody says this is the magic pitch deck, yeah, take the magic pitch deck and um, look at it. Uh, look at it with the overall framework that we've discussed over here have a conversation with a couple of people and then uh, tailor it because there is no magic pitch deck that is going to save your business none it might work one or two times it's not going to work all the time and these are the reasons why the magic pitch deck might fail so please connect with me on linkedin my name is tavishima ayede i'm the host of the show don't worry about the spelling of my name if you just check the link where you're listening to this episode you see the full spelling of my name there and my email address then uh what else yeah connect with me on whatsapp as well the number is zero eight zero six four six six two one four zero the country code is plus two three four for those of you who are hitting me up outside the shores of nigeria i'd love to connect with you guys i'd love to hear from you thank you very much for your time and attention i'll catch you guys at the next episode